This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 626 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Eco Gold, saddle pads and protective boots for your equine athlete. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is about scratches. It's an excerpt from the Horse.com's weekly horse health report on the Horses in the Morning Show, episode number 373. Dr. Jones and the gang clear up that topical skin funk that frustrates horse folks everywhere in today's tip. But first, a word from today's sponsor, Eco Gold. Eco Gold uses the latest developments in textile engineering plus smart design to make the most advanced saddle pads and protective boots available. Here's what two time Canadian Olympic three day coach, international competitor, and author Jane Savoy has to say about Eco Gold pads. I love the Eco Gold dressage pad. I love the way it looks and how it stays perfectly in place. But most importantly, I love the frictionless feature that ensures that my horses are happy. If you care about your horse's comfort, you'll love this pad too. Ask for Eco Gold frictionless saddle pads at your local tax supplier store or visit them online at ecogold.ca. Now, enjoy today's tip. Oh. For the weekly health report from horse.com. Fantastic information and their attempt to ruin Glenn's lunch every week. And on that what? note, I'm out of here. I got no, errands to run and It's not things that gross, do. Glenn. Oh. Uh, listen here, Michelle. Look, I'm going to start I'm going to start this segment with a little bit of a story. Glenn, are you there? Uh, I'm because, here. Yeah. Glenn okay. needs to be here for this. You're going to be doing this, Glenn. <laughs> You're in Florida now, dude, and I'm yeah. just going to let you know that the 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 my my experience with scratches was, you know, because you like driving horses and you're especially fond of draft horses, Glenn. At one point into the clinic that I was a veterinary technician at, um, they brought in a draft horse, a Belgian, that had some scratches on his leg. So we, you know, clipped it. And my job as the technician, Glenn, was to scrub. And I had to scrub uh, all of it because it was very inflamed and it was it was like the worst case of scratches ever. And as I'm scrubbing... Maggots are coming out. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> okay. Sorry, Glenn. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, you weren't. Let me tell you who wasn't expecting maggots to start coming out was me as I screamed yeah. and almost gagged in front of the owners of the horse. That was horrible. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I can one-up you on that one. Uh, same kind of thing cleaning as she... So there you go, Jamie. Oh God! Oh, oh. God! That's and you're not even coming from a veterinarian, Glenn. That's I love this. <laughs> this is so. Sweet. Yeah. So so scratches. It's kind. Of, it's a little nasty. I didn't think it was. I don't think it's that nasty. But it's definitely something that's kind of a hassle for for those of us who've had to deal with it. So, Dr. Jones, can you start out by telling us a little bit about what scratches is, what causes Yes, it. if I can get rid of this ringing. i got some ringing in this phone. Are you guys getting that feedback? I'm not, no. no. You want to okay, because you keep back? getting... 
Yeah, I get less and less volume, and I get a very okay. high pitch. All right, we'll have Jennifer give oh. you a call back. Jennifer, if and you could call gone. back. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, it's gone? Are we good? It's gone. Yeah, okay. and I haven't moved. So. All right. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about what causes you, this. Is that what you were asking? You right? the well, what is it? So, so first, I think we need to start out to say that you know this is on the lower leg for people who haven't dealt with it. It's usually on the lower leg, right? <laughs> yes, it's always in the pastern area. It has many names attached to it. Greasy heel is another name, if you guys have mm-hmm. heard this. Scratches. But it's in the pastern area. Sometimes it kind of goes up around the fetlock and maybe up into the cannon bone of horses that are more predisposed to it, which are feathered horses. So you know the feathers don't just start in the pastern. They start a little higher up. So you can get this. Greasy heel, scratches, pastern dermatitis. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the different fun names. I guess you have mud fever. Mud I've never fever. heard of that one. Um, uh, all these names for this area, and it's usually the pastern is the primary culprit, but can go higher because feathered horses, which would be your draft horses, but is your gypsy vanners, anything that has a little excessive hair back in the um, like pastern area, Frisians, yes, would um, would be culprits to this. So um, if you have a cross, a lot of people are liking to cross, like, like to cross with Frisians or Clydesdales, and you have horses that have a little bit of feathers, but you are clipping them off, you're helping that horse out a lot because it seems that the hair is trapping the moisture, which is starting this whole process. So um, what, kind of, what kind of organism is it that's causing it? Primarily it's bacterial. But here in Florida, we have a wonderful other organism that loves to jump in while the bacteria is having a party and have a party with them, and it's fungal. It seems like anything that gets wet and moist here in Florida, you just almost assume has a fungal aspect to it as well. So uh, corneal ulcers in the eye, uh, you don't see fungal corneal ulcer issues up north, but you see them a lot here in Florida. Um, Pastor and dermatitis, bacterial, but also fungal uh, infections. You can kind of get the bacteria under control, but you've got to take care of the fungal infection as well. But bacteria is the primary culprit. So does that mean it's infectious? Can, can they pass it to each other? No. The ones that are infectious are the mange, which also is a differential. So when you see this, you can't just assume that when the horse is scratching their legs and they're getting these, these uh, wounds on their lower leg, fetlock, and pastern area, that it's definitely a greasy heel or a uh, pastern dermatitis. It could also be mange in a horse, and we'll see that more in draft horses with the feathers than you'll see in the uh, light breed horses. Light breed horses can get this pastern dermatitis, and why do they get it? Usually because they're standing out in a lot of dew in the pasture in the morning, and, um, or they're stepping down in the lake to kind of cool off their feet in the summertime, and they can get a little bit of moisture and bacteria build up on the um, surface. Okay. So um, once that gets going, um, what is it going to look like? Can you describe it a little bit? Well, I don't think it will look as bad as what Jamie described. No. <laughs> that was an extreme case. Yeah. <laughs> what did you start off <laughs> well, this, is, this is for you, Glenn. If you catch it early, it won't get as bad as Jamie's. How's that? The comment is said that usually you see it in white-legged horses, so those who have socks and stockings um, on a hind limb or the forelimb. Uh, mostly it's seen in the hind limb for some reason. I see it a lot in the forelimb and the draft horses, so I, I say any of the limbs can affect. Um, it is a reddened 
and scabby area that gets really swollen and inflamed in the pastern area and again fetlocking can go higher in the feathered horses and what the problem is is it continues to trap moisture in that area which makes a great environment for bacteria to grow then you get the secondary bacterial infections that are very common and that adds more trauma to the skin and more um, due diligence on trying to treat it. So initially you can start off trying to treat it topically with some of the over-the-counter medications at the feed stores, but the primary thing you have to do is make sure that it stays dry. And you can they've blown dry, believe it or not. A uh, very well-known Clydesdale hitch will blow dry the feathers so that they Mm -hmm. can keep them from getting this dermatitis because they do rinse them every day and they do clean their feathers every other day. So they have to blow dry that area to keep them from getting this uh, grease heel. You can towel now, dry your own horses after Dr. you bathe them or rinse do you, them. Do you suggest a flat iron for feathers? I mean, is that something <laughs> we'd like to incorporate? Does it help make it look more luxurious? Because I do prefer when I blow dry to use my flat iron as well. Go ahead. <laughs> I have never gotten into the care of, uh, of those uh, feathers. They have visited my clinic, and um, they're very disappointed when they go home with, you know, dirt and and mud on the bottom of their feathers because they're enjoying themselves out in my pastures. So <laughs> I let them be horses here. So uh, anyway, um, I think I was dropped off a bar of cast castor soap, castile soap one time so I could keep the feathers clean. It didn't really quite work well. I was a little more focused on my medicine than I was on keeping the feathers clean. <laughs> I would imagine. Anyway, um, so to keep them dry is your big thing. So those, those people that are getting it on a light breed horse that don't have feathers and don't have those issues to worry about and they're, they're scratching their head going, okay, I clean my horse, I watch their legs, I make sure they don't get any cuts or scratches and stuff like that, but yet now I'm getting this pasture dermatitis, what do I do? Don't turn them out in your pastures with dew on your pasture. Wait till it dries, so it's late morning, and bring them in if it starts to rain. So in Florida here, that'd be late afternoon would be when it starts to rain, so they'd be out from about 10 in the morning until about 3 in the afternoon or 2 in the afternoon, depending on when the rain came in. And, and that's you know, the best way to fight it once in, you start seeing it. The hard part in Florida is most, you know, a lot of these people, I'm, we live in a question community now, they just leave their horses out all the time. They're running sheds or, you know, some kind of structure right. like that. So they're getting exposed to this all the time. And it's dewy here every morning. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. And it will be. It will be. And, right. And here, so those, here in Central Oregon, we have, we're in the desert and on dry lot, but the horses are pastured on irrigated pastures. And so especially flood irrigation, once things are wet, it's hard to get them dry again. So that, that's when we start fighting with this. And I had, because I've dealt with it in a fjord and a halflinger with the heavier feathering on the legs, Feathers. but I also, so I also have dealt with it in an older Appaloosa. Is it, are older horses more susceptible to it, or was that just that particular horse? No, you can see it in older. I, I had it on a young horse, which was an Arab cross. She had four stockings. Mom was in the hospital with chemotherapy, and so the sons were taking care of the horse, and they were just being turned out like they normally in, normally are all day long. And her legs puffed up all the way up to her knees and all the way up to her hocks because she got such a bad secondary bacterial infection from this pastern dermatitis that she acquired. And um, she was a younger horse, so I think it's immune-related in that respect. Uh, but you still mm-hmm. can't see it on a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old. It's the environment they live in is the primary culprit. 
and then your care is going to be secondary and taking care of all that. If you don't stay on top of it, it will explode to like this little uh, filly who got swollen legs and very, very sore pasterns that you could hardly even touch them. They were hot as a firecracker. Now, you mentioned over-the-counter topical treatments. Um, are there any ingredients people should be looking for? Yeah, uh, anything that will be a drying agent in there. Betadine is a wonderful drying agent. So you can just strictly pick up some Betadine shampoo or uh, Betadine um, solutions to clean off that area. It dries out. I know because I'll use it to clean wounds in the or clean up mares in the um, breeding season time. My hands get cracked if I don't put lotion on them because Betadine will really dry out the skin nicely. But you have to towel dry after you clean that area towel dry it off, and that's key. You cannot use all those over-the-counters, but then towel dry. Don't add lotions. Don't put any kind of antibiotic ointment on there because now you're just trapping in all that wonderful bacteria that you've created. Let it dry out. And so when, when is it time to get the vet involved if you've tried the topical treatments? <laughs> if they're not working, then get the vet involved because you don't want to get to the point of the swollen legs and the secondary bacterial infections. You want to stop it beforehand. But I hate to say it, for those feathered feathered friends of ours, removing the feathers is key to getting it cleared up. So you need to clip the legs. Oh, they're the feathers. Very you, you just have you just have them rolling over right now, going. I know. They're I turning off their radio, going. I hate Dr. Jones. I think she's a she's a witch. You know, every one of them <laughs> saying that right now. Okay, how's this? Clip all the feathers underneath the top layer, and then you can just drop that top layer down so it looks like they got feathers. It's, it's, I, and my best way to describe it is the very top part of the fetlock or pasture. It's like a comb over. The, yes, it's comb kind over. Of there. Like a comb over. I didn't know yeah. what that beauty salon <laughs> word was, so thank you, Glenn, for that beauty salon word. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. This is brilliant. What you need to do, we are going to start marketing some, you know, some weave. Uh, that you, you can sell to, to the <laughs> grassroots people. It's much like, you know, the fake tail that they get for the, the hunters. Then we can, oh, yeah. you know, sell some weave. And then, you know, what you do is you, you go up to them and, and you say, is that your real hair? And they're like, yeah, I bought it. That makes it mine. Okay? <laughs> it works. Uh, so can I tell a story? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. So... I live in Central Oregon, and uh, the woman who invented and owned Twinkle Glitter, Horse Glitter, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is oh, yeah. here in Bend, um, and she is at my barn. She rides with my trainer. She's a dressage rider, and her horse is always beautiful. It always has glitter on it, jewelry, beautiful blankets. I mean, it's just top-notch, beautiful. All of the horses always decked out, and I seriously the other day saw her walking through the aisle with a set of hot curlers to go curl her horse's tail before her riding lesson. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and it's perfect because she's so wonderful and her horse is so beautiful, and that is, that's that extra polish it takes to have a really beautiful horse. So if she had a horse that had feathers, I'm sure she would flat iron it. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. <laughs> that is fantastic. I cannot believe yeah. that. So, but but I took us off topic. So uh, back to scratches. We have an article number eight four one five on the horse that can give you some some more ideas about cleaning that up and drying up scratches, mud fever. Uh, we get lots of questions, especially from New Zealand um, and from Great Britain on this uh, at thehorse.com. So 
Thank you, Dr. Jones. Well, Dr. Jones, before you go, you know we moved to Florida a couple days ago. We're having our first experience. We had a couple snakes outside the house, and then we came across our first um, our first gopher turtle, which which is that was a fascinating critter, by the way. We kind of liked that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also had our first experience with a bout of fire ants, which we seem to have an overabundance of in our in our property here. So. Do the horses ever get affected by fire ants? Do they, like, snuffle it and get their nose bitten? Yeah. Oh, they don't get their nose bitten, but they'll lay down in them. Oh. And they'll lay on one side of fire ants here, and that's my horses get eaten alive by them. They're nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you, you drop a horse, when you drop a horse to castrate, it's a really good idea to make sure that you don't have fire ant mound yeah. near when you're going to castrate. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one thing we have to, besides looking for manure in the pasture, we also have to look for fire ant mounds in the pasture that we're going to drop them, make sure we don't drop them on fire ants, yes. Did you learn that the hard way? Yeah. Yeah. Like, get up, buddy, we got to go over here. No, <laughs> you're pretty much down and in it. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, oh. and, and you know, usually the technicians don't like it either, too, and they're getting bit up and <laughs> So, yeah, it's not. So you have to watch for that. But the other thing, too, Glenn, believe it or not, and Jamie, you'll be surprised by this, is we have scorpions here too. Don't tell Jennifer that. She's already freaked out by all the spiders. Don't don't talk yeah. about scorpions. And so, just be careful when you're moving logs or rocks. You might have a scorpion underneath there. It won't make you sick like the ones down in the southwest do, but it it will uh, definitely hurt in the area that they bit. Oh. Okay. Or stung, I guess is best better way of saying it. Stung. Great. <laughs> So we'll add that to our collection of wildlife we've discovered since we moved here. Yeah, but the so snakes fun. are good. They eat your rat and mice, so leave the snakes alone. We have rules here at my clinic. You do not kill a snake. All the rat yeah, snakes are good. We have a no, yeah, we actually, the one that was a rat snake we had. The other one, I'm not sure what, what it was. It was night, and we had just arrived, and it was greeting us at our, uh, on our driveway at our back door. Oh, nice. It was greeting yeah. us. Oh, that's good. Welcome to the neighborhood. Had a greeting committee. That's right. <laughs> And, uh, hey, one of these days soon, we have to, you're not too far from us now, we have to have Jennifer, I'm not volunteering for this, by the way, Jennifer is, uh, do a ride-along with you for a day, and then we can talk about it the following Wednesday about what kind of things we ran into. What do you say? If I I want to be talked about that way or not, but, yeah, I'd love to have her come along. (laughs) But, you know, Glenn, in return, I'll come up and I'm going to invite myself, or you can come have dinner at my house, and we'll have a slideshow presentation for you, Glenn. Oh, great, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I'll just sign up for that. I love it. I love it. It just depends on how nasty you are about me on that talk show. So we just might have to have dinner together. (laughs) We can do that without the slideshow. I'd be happy. No, you have to have the slideshow. I love it. I love the idea. Well, Dr. Jones, as always, it's been a pleasure to have you on FloridaEquine.com. It's her website. Now, now you, at least you've already got your vet lined up for when Beaker gets down there, so that's good. <laughs> Easy choice. you got new clients, uh, Dr. Jones. And then uh, Michelle from TheHorse.com, thank you guys very much for being on. We will. Well, there you go. To listen to more of the Horse.com's tips, just go to HorseTipDaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. If you just love listening to Glenn the Geek and Jamie putting in their two cents on horse health topics, tune in to the Horses in the Morning show Wednesdays at 10 for your weekly fix of up-to-the-minute horse health information. You can also go to thehorse.com and find out the mother load of horse health information covering pretty much every topic imaginable. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. 
Today's sponsor has been Eco Gold. By the way, if your horse has skin funk or is prone to skin funk, you need to do him a favor and check out Eco Gold Pads and Boots. Ask for Eco Gold Saddle Pads and Boots at your local tax shop or ask look at them online at ecogold.ca. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.